Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Oh! Oh, is this it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Alright, episode three of the Joe Squared podcast. Episode three. Wow, it's, um, it's the third one. It's a journey, man. Alright. I I'm, feel like we've come a long way. I feel like we have as well, but I'm Joseph Lyons. <laughs> I'm uh, Joey Woke. <laughs> Is that what you call yourself nowadays? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I keep getting told by people in our class, based on the stories that I'm doing and that I'm contributing to, <laughs> that I'm super woke. No way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing a story right now on a, it's an environmental piece yeah. about coffee cup recycling. I helped my friend, Mr. Joe Lyons, yeah. on a piece he was doing about the diversity at the uni. Diversity at the university. Yeah. <laughs> diversity at the university. Wow. Wow. Oh, that yeah. sounds good. That does sound good. So, yeah, we found some stats in, I think it was the I newspaper, national stats about the decline in white students' attendance. Well, not attendance, but um, what is it? Placing. Yeah. Um, first year students placing at universities dropped by 3% nationally or 4%. And then what we've been told to do is then to localize those stories. So then I found the stats for for uh winchester university and they were they were similar yeah not as drastic but they were similar it has dipped <laughs> it has dipped no it has dipped and we today we recorded a piece to camera which is me talking to the camera and explaining some stats i'm not happy with it are you not <laughs> now i'll we be deadly using, serious we were using new technology yeah which we were really excited about so we used this thing called a crane. It, it's not as big as a crane that you, you automatically think of, but no, basically it just keeps... I, I don't think anyone would think we we used a crane. When you say crane, though... Yeah, 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 okay. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make you think one way, no? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, we got trained on this equipment and... Um, yeah, we were really... <laughs> everybody was laughing at us. So why do people laugh at us, Joe? Because we're out there breaking down boundaries, you know? We're we're out there trying to do new things technologically. Standard. But people people want to point, point and laugh. They just want to point and laugh. Because, I mean, sometimes, yeah, I understand. Maybe I'm making too much of a joke out of certain things. But don't take me for a joke. I'm serious. <laughs> hey, man, stop crying, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious out here. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, man. But, um, but yeah, so so this piece of kit, what it does is you can walk with the camera and it's going to hold it steady because if you were to actually walk just holding the camera, it would be all sorts of janky, shaky, bouncy footage, <laughs> which you don't want in your news piece. You do not want that in new, your news piece, in any piece. I, it, it hardly works, but... Nope. Most of the time, people don't really pay attention to what's being shot, but you understand when it doesn't look good. And when it doesn't look good is when somebody with a shaky-ass hand is <laughs> carrying a camera and think they're being stable. Oh, I've been there. I'm pointing the finger right at you. No, no, no. Because I, I do it with purposeful artsy effect <laughs> for, for everyone to know that it's handheld. 
I'm not trying to make it steady, bro. Also, that little dip. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I'm doing that to make a point. <laughs> I'm doing that to emphasize what that is on body screen. Body popping, you know? <laughs> the camera just drops two feet. Yeah, all right, man, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we ha- we're trying to come with more structure. We're trying to not talk over each other because, again, what? S- some, <laughs> some more constructive criticism got thrown our way. And one of the ones was... Uh, well, first of all, it was your mic, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, but we've already worked to that. Uh, the thing <laughs> is that we didn't realise that the gain was down. We've, we've corrected it. We've corrected, we've corrected it. And it. I think we sound pretty level, brother. I do hope so, because I was dominating. Well, yeah. That voice Actually, of mine. It does sound louder now, but we'll find out in post. We'll find out in post. <laughs> cool. All right. And one thing I do want to say yeah. is we're going to get a jingle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I feel like a jingle is an effective mm-hmm. thing to break things up. Yeah, I don't mind singing. <laughs> I, I had a bit, a bit of a drama streak in my childhood. Uh, I went to Sylvia Young uh, School of Acting after school club. No, I've tried to get into the school of oh. uh, performance with this guy Taryn Callender, who is now on Hamilton. I'm not on Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make a party audition. But <laughs> regardless, that is a fact. So right. we got two ruffians out in the studio, but I mean it is fairly annoying, but <laughs> it's super annoying to me. But um Alright. So what we're gonna do is recount one of Joe Squared's classic moments. When we first went out to chase a story on Poaching levels in Hampshire in the autumnal season. No, but I mean, this doesn't. This sums our, our friendship and us up completely <laughs> because me and Joe, we know things, but a lot of the time it's being blagged, you know? Yeah, yeah, we do wing. We like to wing. We like to wing even at times when I feel like I know stuff. I don't. Yeah, yeah, but that is good. That is a good trait, I think. Rather than just be like, I don't know, you, you, you push it as far as you can go with what you got. And the thing was about this day was that ev- everything that could have gone wrong <laughs> went wrong. So yeah, yeah, let's highlight. So yeah, first of all, we were sat in the studio. And we were like, we don't have a story. And this this was commonplace last year. Nowadays, yeah. I feel like I can find a story. I can talk to the people I need to talk to in order to make it a story. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, I was quite scared to ring people up. Yeah. Joe, on the other hand, wasn't. So he got hold of this poaching story, and you rang. How many people did you ring? Do you remember uh, in the morning? I mean, I rang every farm in the, uh, <laughs> in the county of Hampshire at the time. I had. I can't remember. I think it was. It was the Peugeot. I had a Peugeot 106. I got for 300 pounds. Uh, the most busted car I've ever driven. <laughs> it was... You drove it well, though. Yeah, I no, must no, say. 100%, no, 100%. I always take care of my babies. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't financially, I don't put any money into them, but I drive them with respect, <laughs> you know? And then, yeah, so basically, Joe rang up all these places, and I had I already had a story for the next day yeah. which I had to I had to script with one of the lecturers so I couldn't do it until the next day. Yeah. But we were really sort of motivated to go out and get this story. Yeah. So yeah, Joe rang up all these places and then why did we go to the place we, that we did? Oh, cuz we finally found someone that was willing to speak. 
But then when we got to the farm, which first of all, we, we had... No, we, no, no. First of all, we drove there and don't it was it was 35 minute 40 minute drive (laughs) easily 40 minute drive yeah and by the time we've rang all these people it's about half 12 yeah so we've set out on our way oh what it is i called i called a nearby pub and i was like listen do you know anyone that's been a victim of poaching (laughs) and then the guy was like if you show up to that place i know they've they've had they've had some problems they'll probably speak to you Okay, that's enough. I'm gonna show up. That's enough. That was right enough. Right now, I'm us. a desperate man. We went there, and it was just a no, no, no. We got there. No, 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 no. We got to the place just before, and we went to check the batteries on something. Don't you oh, remember? We had to drive yeah. all the way back. So already there were no batteries. There was no batteries for this camera, and then the loan counter was shut. Oh my god! So we had to wait until two. Yeah. So we. Got the and um, what were we using at the time? JVCs? No, no, no it was seven hundred. Canon seven hundred. So yeah, we got there. We had no batteries. Indeed. Had to turn around and come back. Drove out again. <laughs> got to this place now. So we drove there again, listening to our tunes. We, what was it? Marvin Gaye. You were listening to oh, at the time. Yeah, a little bit of a. When did I stop loving you? Ah, uh, d- anyway, when did we, you stop loving me? We were completely enjoying ourselves oh, on the yeah. way to this place again. Not very experienced. No, 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 no experience of going out. <laughs> None at all. And we fucking we drove to this place, and it was already a bit weird when we we're approaching it because we were going down places where it was saying you shouldn't go down private property, no private... trespassing. <laughs> we drove. I mean, I don't, I don't know if we can say this on record, but we went, we we went through an open gate. It was open, but the sign said private property no trespassing we drove straight past but we got to the no, car we did. park no but then we took a left we could have taken yeah. a right but both of them were basically they were no go zones yeah like we Indeed. should not have been there but we eventually got to the car park and there were many small farm animals around it was lovely <laughs> there, was there were many... small pigs chickens goat also a lot of range rovers and hunters cars oh yeah so we turned up a bit shook so we parked up and then we sort of like, there was like an outhouse there. Do you remember? Oh, and we went inside. Oh, we went in this reason. outhouse and it was so horror movie. Like we were approaching it, like tiptoeing towards oh, no. it. This is a calamity. Like, I can't <laughs> believe this actually happened. Anyway, we approached it and then we like knocked on the outside, on the window and then like walked in. Nobody was there. We, we had balls. That Bro, it was eerie as fuck. Anyway, and then we started walking down the, the, the driveway. Yeah again off the beaten track like we should not have been going this way and then we we get to a house yeah like a walked, big farmhouse and we walked down the path to get to the gate and what lined us it was like uh sheeps and yeah yeah in, in, in like their front cows, garden there was chickens. there was a little enclosure with a bunch of animals and it was beautiful man. no yeah, it looked it beautiful tremendous. and it, <laughs> this is how fucking funny it is we were saying to each other oh look the pictures would be amazing for this (laughs) expecting it to happen yeah so anyway we approached the gated house and we pressed the intercom and by this time as soon as you press the intercom didn't that dog come out no 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 no. so so i pressed it and then a small girl answered i was i gave her the spiel yeah, like, I, I gave this feel like she sounded hi. about thirteen. Yeah, I was 14. like, hi, I'm Joseph Shaw from Winchester News Online. I'm doing a story about poaching. Have you been a victim? She was like, no, no, every everyone's out. And then, but and then, didn't... and then, a dog. Yeah, a dog just comes up to the gate. But, but I say something. You didn't give like when you pressed it and it got answered. 
what we were talking about earlier. We didn't give her a chance to speak. Yeah, exactly. You just <laughs> rattle off that speech <laughs> without without being like, hi, how are you? Uh, What's hi, going on? I'm Joseph Shaw. Um, I'm doing this. You were like, hi, I'm Joseph Shaw. I'm yeah. uh, working for Winchester News Online. I'm doing a purchase <laughs> story. And she, like, on the other end of the line, we took it all in and then went, nobody's home. <laughs> Oh man, she must have been like nine, nine years old. No, 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 I think. Uh, well, I don't know how old, the, but she said she could have been really old or oh, seriously okay. young. It could have been one or the other, but and then it was weird. And then a dog, so a dog comes out to the gate and jumps up, so his paws are on like the middle, the middle level of the gate. By this time, Joe's still Already standing. Terrified, <laughs> I'm still stood there looking. I'm running this, away. This could get real bad, <laughs> real quick. And then, and then I, I try and be like, all right, sorry, <laughs> we're going to go. And then the dog just barks. And then we, so we start sort <laughs> we of. We start running. Yeah. <laughs> but then, but then the dog, so the gate isn't actually shut. And the dog comes, comes to the other side of the gate, at which point I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah. We just got to keep going, keep going. It's a smart dog. And then, so yeah, we get back to the car now. And I think we start trying to make phone calls to the person who yeah. it is. Yeah. No luck with the phone calls. So we then decide, like, we hear stuff going on. Yeah. And it's, like, a bit industrial. It's farm-like. So they're obviously producing they're, some they're type of... They're packing the meat or something. <laughs> yeah, there is something going on. So we, again, try and approach, like... A big warehouse-looking yeah. barn sort oh, of dude, thing. Honestly, and at the time I was saying to you, this is Chainsaw Massacre type. <laughs> like, we're going to get shot. I remember... Uh, what I remember is approaching this warehouse thing, I was laughing because I was terrified and nervous, but I was also excited. Same here. I was giggling like exactly. I couldn't believe what was, what this was happening. This couldn't be any further away from what a journalist does. Like we thought we were doing some investigative. Job. We were just two idiots, yeah, trying to do something we had no grasp of. So we're approaching this barn, and all of a sudden we hear a bunch of dogs. <laughs> like a pack of dogs and then we just hear gunfire <laughs> a lot of gunfire and we look at each other no but like I'm proper no but like <laughs> shotgun gunfire echoing yeah because we're out in the country it's yeah. properly going off and, <laughs> and then we're looking at each other <laughs> we're like skipping towards the car we get in the car all hurried and then we drive down the road that we like drive out the way we came <laughs> and we do basically we, we're just listening for the gunshots and barking and we're just following it <laughs> yeah yeah then, we're following it and then because like the initial story was because um people are poaching farmers cattle like their own property so people are coming out of the way birds and yeah their, and their deer and like pheasant and deer yeah so out like so people basically with their own prerogative are coming out to hunt these animals yeah, yeah? so <laughs> even though we had nothing from just that thing we were like we still need to get pictures <laughs> for this story we yeah. just wanted to get the guys hunting and, the, and or uh, was it a ptc just with the gunfire and the dogs in the back no, but remember we were approaching like yeah. we we're just driving down the road and this is like an enclosed country road with like the trees going over <laughs> either side and like the sunlight <laughs> coming through you know and we see a pheasant, yeah? And oh, yeah. And I hop out the car. I'm like, stop the car, stop the car, stop the car. <laughs> and then I'm trying to film this fucking pheasant and I just can't get it in focus and then it skits off. And then, and then we start walking in the, in, in the 
the leaves. Yeah. Trying to get. I wish we still had that audio for the for the for the gunshots in the in the way. And then anyway, we tried to record something there, like a little yeah, PTC. PTC. But terrible. then we drove around the corner. Where there was still some sun. There was some sun. Yeah, and exactly. A lot of pheasants or some sort of game bird in the yeah, background. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we were trying to like frame this shot because the sun was literally falling, and we didn't know how to use the camera. So your face was just bleached. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we shot like four pieces of the camera, which we wrote down as if we had a story. <laughs> story so we drove down the road and the deer came right yeah so 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 we get to this t-junction yeah we look to the right and down the road there's like i want to say two deer and and is it rat i swear there was a rabbit or two and then and then i was like to joe follow (laughs) and then he gets out with the camera (laughs) running up the road and i'm driving up behind (laughs) him i don't know what we're saying the wheel spin though on your car was like yes <laughs> <laughs> like and then we didn't get it anyway we didn't get that no, shot we scared them off of course and then we heard another car coming <laughs> our way so I hopped in the car <laughs> again and <laughs> drove off and then basically we just had some unusable footage and we came back <laughs> I swear experience. we had a whiskey though yeah, we had a whiskey when we got back and then we came into the old yeah. we came into the old newsroom and they were like, Oh yeah, show us the footage because Jenny was editor that week. <laughs> she was like, Show me the footage that you've got, yeah. And it was I couldn't. Did we show them? Did we show yeah them? man, we showed oh, them and I was no. just full of embarrassment and Brian was trying to like give us the D It was good of it it was good experience. <laughs> You know, we learned a lot. We had we had gunfire on our first day out in the field. Uh, yeah, that, that's when we started calling it in the field. Yeah, because <laughs> we were out there in the field. We were out there in the field. But anyway, and then the following day, Joe still had to get a story. I went. Uh, I heard about a man dressed as a construction worker who robbed three different bookies around Winchester and Southampton with a broken bottle. I stayed at your house that night, yeah. didn't I? Yeah, and then I. I went out because you only got. I want to say like it was something short. Like, yeah, not I can't long. remember. I can't remember. Let's I, not I, I don't know, discuss get into it. I'm this not going to name the name or any specifics. <laughs> uh, I, I went to the area and asked people what they thought of the sentence, <laughs> which you're not supposed to do. Apparently, is you need qualified privilege of being at the court case. Yeah. Uh, so I got shut down committing uh, all sorts of journalistic felonies. <laughs> My story got pulled. No, it got what pulled. did you do? I didn't explain a, from a freedom of information request, which they told us. I remember showing Brian, or showing our lecturer, <laughs> and I thought it was nothing because it, we were pups in this world. <laughs> we were proper puppies. So I showed him thinking it was nothing, and he like grasped onto it. And the previous week, you'd had that Emil Cilia's. I think the oh, first yeah. week you had the, the Emil Cilias and I was real jealous that you'd like everybody was hyping your work and I was like oh I've got to do this and then <laughs> I got this thing and I was like wait got it <laughs> and I did this explainer and like the most dated backdrop <laughs> no I think I, I think the picture was good it was just the there's that weird fuzzy outline on the, on the green screen yeah 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 so oh, I mean what? no it was good man we had a, so an we experience yeah, I'll put it. Let's no, put it I'm gonna put the, uh, all on our website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Cool. Uh, I'll put up the uh, the piece I did about the man who robbed the bookie. No, let's not, bro. Just you won't have a career. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guy. <laughs>
Yeah, I, actually, I because uh, I was gonna do my my final year documentary on that guy on uh, this group of guys who oh the pedophile uh, hunters yeah who hunt pedophiles by po- posing as kids on the internet and then going and meeting them and doing a civilian's arrest and so I was talking about that with Brian at, at my tutorial and he said that could have ended my career if I if I published anything that he said because the guy who runs it is now in jail yeah for publishing false accusations about a guy so if i publish them or if well, i recorded that and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and use yeah. it for anything i would also be in the clink <laughs> or, at le- or at least i would just completely lose credibility before you had any <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of my life <laughs> but yeah no it's just that I, I don't know it's weird now just a little bit on how i feel like i feel in control of what i'm doing as much as it definitely isn't up to professional level it, it's getting there yeah. you know from where we were then to now yeah is like light years apart. apart yeah man I, I like back then i felt like it was just a mad scramble like oh my god okay i'm doing this i'm doing this and now it's done <laughs> yeah totally totally and it was just no i think it's just the insecurity of not knowing yeah like the fear of the unknown and just because i was never sure if it was correct or not whereas now i'm able to trust the decisions that i make which i suppose is natural in anything that you go into with any trade or anything like to start off with you haven't got a clue what you're doing you can sort of see what people are doing and if they're doing it correct but you couldn't you don't understand the process whereas now i i understand the process a lot more and i'm not afraid of approaching people and <laughs> yeah. i know the parts that make the piece you know indeed but um yeah done with that one now so <laughs> cool man good that stuff really right, that was work. a good little transition <laughs> so one thing i wanted to talk about because right now i'm watching house of cards yeah uh, for the uh, first time. For the first time, yeah, yeah. And watching Kevin Spacey, mm. I thought that I re- I think he's I think he is a great actor. I mean, and not, res- not not just from House of Cards. No, but in response to that, yeah, yeah, without doubt, Kaiser Sose, yeah, and uh, Usual Suspects, Usual Suspects, uh. American Beauty. American Beauty. <laughs> yeah. No, American was, Beauty. But that was it. No, did you I say that already? It. Yeah. Right, no, you cool. didn't. No, you just said it for the first time. You said it earlier. All right, cool. Cool, but cool, cool. First time on this one. Yeah, American Beauty, House of Cards, and to name probably yeah. a lot more. Yeah. I, I, like, I always thought he was one of those guys that, in a way, flew under the radar for how good he was. Just like uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. He was insane. I mean... I mean, and again, yeah, you're right. Flew under the radar just because it was sort of like, it was one of those things you took it for granted yeah. how good he was. Yeah, you know, he wasn't really yeah. a standout because he wasn't the buff actor. He wasn't exactly. the Brad Pitt. He wasn't the Johnny Depp, who exactly. we'll come to in a minute. <laughs> but yeah, he was. He was sort of behind the scenes, but yeah. still amazing. It's an amazing character. And you don't, yeah, you don't realize how good they are really until they're gone. <laughs> I didn't want to finish that. Got in the same way, you did it. But no, definitely, Philip Seymour Hoffman was amazing. But Kevin Spacey, yeah, without doubt, was amazing. But after all the controversy, 
it it mars that image you know yeah. in the public eye and also because obviously what they did was terrible like if the things are true i don't know you know that and that's where it gets marred like exactly. certain things are they true are they not but the question that you came to me with the other week was are you allowed to still like their work exactly does um, it does it completely take away from everything they've done and something i i saw recently on vice was like certain people's fans of like people and like you can't you can't say like i saw woody allen on it and it was like woody allen's fans turn around and say oh but his work's still amazing and basically this this vice thing was like but he still did what he did yeah you can't but then the thing is there so the definition of playing an act of of acting is playing another person yeah. So when you watch them on the screen, then that's not them. They're, they're yeah. playing someone else. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm i not the biggest fan of, of Francis Underwood. Yeah. He's done some, some terrible things. Who I is mean, the guy in Who House is the guy Cards. who Kevin Spacey plays in House of Cards? The current, well, as far as I am, the vice yeah. president of the United States. But then it shows, it shows where we are. Because if you had known that before they had been employed to take these roles, they wouldn't have been employed. True. Because of their character in the real world. Yeah. So what it's like, it just mars all of the, it blurs all the good work that they've done yeah. because throughout that whole time they've done this thing and kept it under wraps. So then it, it I don't yeah. know, it leads into other things. It's like, it's deceit and it's, it's acting again. <laughs> yeah. You know, like they're, they're already play acting their own lives because they're not the truest person. That so, true. they, so, as a public, as a viewer, you're deceived. So you, you don't want to like their work because they're a fuckery. <laughs> One way to put it. <laughs> but it's true, no, but with this, uh, this is it came up, didn't it, due to the fact that I got the GQ and Johnny Depp is the face of it. Yeah, he's on the cover. And I can swear I've seen some real rough stuff go on between him and Amber Heard and he's now divorced from her because he was like lashing wine glasses about and he was an abusive husband and that's all come out and then this GQ is not only Johnny Depp it's how much people praise the shit out of him and like oh this guy's great he's Johnny Depp he's this and it's like why how do people get to pick and choose who's the yeah you know like Surely, punching your wife in the face is not great. Thing. I thought GQ would be. I I would have On thought point. yeah that they would be pretty no, but woke this is on why, that. This was why I was way shocked about it. <laughs> it's left Damn. me. It, no, but it has left me a bit stunned because sure, I thought he was again a no go person, but it just, it shows that it's not. But it, then it, it it's like a pick and choose thing. Did you read it? No. You didn't read it? No, I haven't read it yet, man. But I, have, I will Are read you not it. going to? No, no, no. But I'm just still in the shocks. Like, I see, I see, I see. Because... But it's just... But no, but then it's like, what are, we, what are we supposed to... What are we told, you know? Because then there's no consistency in it. And yeah, uh, with the whole Me Too movement and stuff, it's like, who do I like? Who can I like? Who can I not like? And then it sort of mars, like, your own... Yeah, perception of that thing. But I mean, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it, for me, I was I was struck by like, especially Woody Allen, because I said for time that he's my favorite filmmaker. Yeah. And now I feel like 
You've got to keep that hush. <laughs> keep it hush, but does it change my perception of it? Or because everybody's saying stuff about him, do I have to change my... Do you, this yeah. is where it comes to, because then... No, the answer is no. I shouldn't. No. But then it makes me think about the questionable sort of themes in his films. In Manhattan, he's like dating some young... Yeah, he's got... Incredibly he's strange films. He's certain no, but he's certainly got a problem with younger women. Yeah, through the themes in his films, so it just adds up to truth. You know what his daughter's saying about him. But and and this has never been proved. These accusations. It's never been proved, and all the police reports and anybody who's um, uh, investigated it? investigated it has it's come out on Woody Allen's side that he hasn't done it. I don't know what that says. <laughs> I know, I know. It, no, but his daughter sticks to her story and says, look, I wasn't making it up. I wasn't doing this. It's just very difficult. And I suppose the conversation that we're having is what's true, what isn't. What, when I'm being told one thing and then the media are then choosing yeah. to back certain people and not others, but the media, I mean, what I, are you I, supposed to I follow? Don't, I don't think you can equate Johnny Depp Nah, of course with, not. With, with K-Space. Nah. Well, K-Space, he did some bad things. He did some horrible stuff, man, allegedly. But, yeah, no, but wasn't it like with a 14-year-old yeah, boy at a party was, yeah, or something? Because uh, he, he used to run, uh, what theatre was it? The, the, oh, yeah, London the Victoria. Vic- yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he would sort of victimise young uh, Yeah, young no, so guys. it's peak. It's peak. Yeah. And obviously... And then Johnny Depp did some terrible stuff, but you know, if we're ranking this... Case faces are much seedier. One hundred percent, yeah. Now that's peak. Definitely one hundred percent. I think. I think. And I don't want to watch his stuff. No, it actually makes me not want to watch his thing. I haven't had that. But it might be because I haven't seen House of Cards all the way through, and I want to see how it. No, that's the thing. When I saw it, I didn't know these things about him, and I thought it was amazing. Yeah. And there's no doubt. But then, as our uh, colleague, our course friend just said it's like when you have something like that in the back of your mind about a particular person you don't want to support them indeed and i take that fairly what about did you hear about uh louis ck the comedian yeah man masturbating over five different comedians but he's back now he he's back doing comedy he didn't address it in his in his first set back in new york he just sort of powered on through (laughs) and i mean he was supposed to have a film out with Chloe Mortiz or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chloe. And it just got wiped. I yeah. really wanted to see that film. But I does that make that. me just... It was, like, no, but it was a creep. The premise of the no, film was... Like, was, was, yes. was He was... Yeah. yeah it, he was, was attracted to her and he was like... Old. Old and she was young. See, this thing... So, no, but to be fair, that didn't make sense for, Ed, like, for him. He, he, I mean, if, if, if it wasn't the production company, he would have been like, no, come on now. I can't take that hit. <laughs> I can't take that hit right now. Fair enough. But yeah, I, I don't... See, no, but this is where I'm confused. Is like, where does the consistency lie? Yeah. And where is it just down to sort of... The media making decisions for us or us making our own? Yeah. That's the thing, I... Because you can boycott whatever you want to yeah. boycott personally and then have your own ideas for it. But then I suppose if the person that's giving the money for certain things, if they have their own things against them, then they're going to drop it as well. Yeah. 
it's just inconsistent, you know, especially w- with what you just said, Louis C.K. coming back into the mix. It's a bit strange. But that's because he's just, he's a comic. He, he just goes out, tells his jokes, and then goes home. He doesn't have to really rely on other people to bring him back. I suppose so. But if, like, if you're an actor, you're relying on a bunch of other moving parts to come together. Loads. Whereas if you, all you got to do is show up, they give you a mic, and you go on stage, especially if, if you're of that standard. I suppose so. And I didn't really watch his stuff. I saw a few of his things, and I, I did. he's, he's jokes, man. <laughs> yeah, but he, he the thing is, all of his jokes, like, he is a weird dude, and he, he's, like, he's very yeah, but slobby. Then it, no, but then he, it just makes me think, like, not how I'm coming across, but it's just like, yeah, I did like things from people who have questionable pasts. Yeah. You know? But I'll openly admit that. I have liked it. But then it makes me feel like somebody could point the thing and be like, oh, you're not a sympathizer, but you know? Yeah. It really makes you question things. Or, or, no, it really puts you in the shoes of other people how you're seen, you know? Have you ever seen that film, uh, The Pianist? Uh, with, uh, oh yeah, but it's done by Roman Polanski, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, Roman exactly. Polanski isn't allowed back in the UK, but Roman Polanski's made one of my favourite films. <laughs> Why is there a theme here? <laughs> Wait, what? Chinatown. Oh, Chinatown. Chinatown. Roman Polanski made Chinatown with Jack Nicholson and Mia Farrow, and it was just, I think, no, no, Faye Dunaway. Dude, that film is insane. And this guy... Again, not allowed back in yeah, he fled the, the country. US. Yeah, he fled the country because I want to say he he no, but apparently he raped like a fifteen year old yeah. girl. But yeah, peep, and then just ran away. And he's yeah, he's just not Where allowed back. Living? But he makes films. He still makes films, and people still rape. See, this is this is it. This is exactly what we're talking about. It's confusing. Yeah, because people like I know of a film with like Kate Winslet, um, John C. Riley. Uh, the woman who was in uh, Hannibal, Silence of the Lambs, what's her name? Jodie Foster. Foster. And I th- I want to say Clive Owen, but I'm not sure. And they're all in a film with his predating all that nonsense that had happened. So I, it's just very confusing. What film is that? I don't know, but it, it was a play previously and it's only those four in it. And it's like, nice. So again, it's amazing artistic. Like This guy's gifted. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a confusing He's one. He's got a checkered past a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a heavy topic to end on. <laughs> so, yeah, episode three of the Church Square podcast. Yeah. And uh, are we going to post Winnell on the... Or we'll put a link. We'll put a little link somewhere. Yeah, on, so the, on, the, on the social media. Media. Yeah. Yeah, I always wanted to be a garage MC. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, we'll put up our, our new VTs, coffee cups, diversity. Woke stuff. <laughs> All right, peace, guys. Thank you.